anxiously awaiting your home improvement type of questions either by phone or by text. And that number is 651-461-9226. Good morning to you, Andy Lindis. Good morning, Denny. How's your day going so far? Uh, so far, so good. But like, like I always say, it's still early. Anything it can is, happen. It is. Yeah. Uh, it's been an interesting week. Maybe interesting is not the, the, the proper word for you and your crews out there. We've got a little break in the weather today, but boy, it has been cold, and that's got to be tough on uh, on some of that outdoor work. Yeah, not a lot got done. Um, not a lot you can do outside when when the weather is this cold. This is uh, the one thing. Outside of uh, working in a blizzard and crazy high winds, the the cold is what what stops us. The materials just don't don't do what they're supposed to do uh, for the most part when they're out this side. So outside of emergency scenarios and and a few certain projects which you can do outside, but even then, Denny, uh, you're not outside for a very long time at a very for for a very long time, continuous time, I should say. So you know we're just. Uh, Hunkering down. Hopefully, uh, this is only uh, short lived, maybe for a couple of weeks, like it is most years. And we're back at it doing siding, windows, and uh, everything else by uh, the end of January here, maybe. Uh, it, but as far as, and I, we like to, to bring this up from time to time, Eddie, as far as Linda's construction uh, putting in new windows, you guys do that all the time, right? No matter what. We do. We do. Uh, you know, there are certain, you know, when, when it gets into that, actual temperature and that 15 20 below denny we don't do a lot right even then because you you can't you can't get a lot of things that like the silicone doesn't work the foam doesn't work or your hands don't work the way they're supposed to and you got to remember sometimes these windows can be you know it's a three-man job just to get it out of a trailer so you know it's uh we're dealing with some pretty heavy stuff and your bodies just don't work as well as they they should uh or as they normally do when when it's this cold so we just got to pick and choose the right projects uh, and the right windows to install when it when it is this cold. But people always wonder, like, in in normal, say it's thirty degrees outside, they think their house is going to be crazy cold. If we're installing no. windows, that opening in that room isn't open very long. Yeah, is it going to be a little bit cooler in your house during the day while we're installing? Yeah, but but when we leave at night, everything is buttoned up and the heat kicks back on, and you're good to go. Plus, when uh, when you call Lindis and uh, to, to let's stick with the window idea, uh, you guys have exact measurements, and uh, so it's not like you you rip out the old and throw in the new and oh, there might be a little gap there of an inch or a quarter or whatever. I mean, it's it's really precise, and that's that, that really I didn't think about you know going off on this tangent, but that really is important considering um, what type of installation might the homeowner get from various companies, right? You guys are right on the money. Yeah, I mean, when, when it comes to windows, that's that's the nice part. Everything is, is custom order. There's no standard sizes. You go to most box stores or lumber yards, you're going to be dealing with standard size windows. So that can be a little bit tricky when you're trying to match up an opening. We we run into that with, uh, with our skylights on a, on a pretty regular basis. Those are pretty standard sizes for the most part, but... Um, Again, it doesn't come in as small as small as increments as our windows. We're going to the quarter inch on our windows, so we can match almost any opening. There's maximum and minimums that we have to mind when we're when we're doing this for the, the different styles of windows, especially if we're going to be changing an opening or changing a style. But as long as we live within those rules, you know, it's uh, going to be a custom window for that opening, specifically made for that house. 
If you have a question about windows, it doesn't have to be. It can be about insulation. It can be about roofing or whatever project you have in mind, or maybe you're in the middle of one and uh, want a suggestion or two from Andy. Uh, call us or text us, 651-461-9226. That'll get you either a phone call or, as I said, a, a text question, 651-461-9226. I mentioned uh, insulation, and I'm looking at uh, a text about and it. Quite a long one, so I'm just going to kind of shorten it up here. Uh, A home inspector told this person or someone that ventilation is not really that important when it comes to insulation. I found that pretty surprising after getting information from you all these years. I mean, isn't that important? Yeah, that doesn't sound like a very bright home inspector, to be 100% (laughs) honest with you. that doesn't sound like somebody that knows what they're talking about at all. Even on hot roofs that don't require ventilation, those were a lot of times are the cause of issues, Denny. So when you try to dense pack, and insulators try to do this all the time, they think they can dense pack the cellulose and really get a good R value and a good thermal break. But in our area of the world, when we have these extreme temperatures, Denny, that's, that's, that's pretty hard to do. Um, best case scenario in an attic we can seal it off so there is no attic or there is no air escaping from the house into the attic, whether that's with spray foam or, or other techniques that we can use. And then we put an R60 of insulation over the top of that with ventilation. Remember, the goal in the wintertime is to, if you can get that attic to stay at the same temperature as is outside, you're not going to have any of that snow melting and getting to a cold spot. If you can do that, you're, you're going to be pretty good. And you keep the heat inside the house where it's supposed to be. But everything needs ventilation. And without it, the ones that I go into that have spent hundreds heat inside the house where it's supposed to be. But everything needs ventilation. And without it, the ones that I go into that have spent hundreds, if not thousands of dollars in insulation and did not address the ventilation are the ones that cause more issues. I'm going to say this again. They spent thousands of dollars, sometimes three, mm-hmm. four, five, six thousand dollars, Danny, and they made the problem worse without addressing the ventilation. What they did is created an easier condensation rating. So it, you're, you're creating a colder surface up there because you are stopping the heat by adding more R value, but you didn't stop any of the airflow or, or add to any of the ventilation. So you still have that hot air coming up. Well, you got a colder surface and that warm air hits it. The colder that surface it is, the easier it is for it to start to condensate. So if you go up in your attic and you see any type of frost, you probably have an issue. Good point. All right. Uh, I'm looking at the phones. I, I think Bruce is calling in from Brooklyn Park this morning, Andy. Uh, Bruce, you're on CCO with Andy Lindis. What is your question, Bruce? Hey, Andy, I had one of your guys come out and give me an estimate back in uh, November on my new house that I just purchased for gutters. Never heard from him again. He was a great guy when he was out there. Never heard from him. Did he leave you an estimate? Oh, did he leave you an estimate? Uh, no, I never got an estimate. He did all the drawings and uh, sketched everything up and said, I'll get back to you with an estimate. Never heard back. Hmm. That's uh, that's unfortunate. It's uh, We work our tails off to get an opportunity to go meet with people. That's not That's not supposed to happen. Um, and with the technology we have, it's, uh, pretty unheard of to, to not be able to come up with numbers within an hour of being there. I mean, we meet, 
with, I don't know, over 10,000 people a year, Denny. And I maybe get three phone calls like this a year. You got to remember every single customer that, uh, that, that Lindis deals with and every single person that, that, that we talk to or set up an estimate with has the ability to contact me or my brothers. And when, when a project starts, you're going to get a little packet that says how your project will go on the very last page of that packet. There's a listing. It's me, my brother, Adam, and my brother, Alex's emails and cell phone numbers. And we encourage people to call us 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Our phones are always on, um, and drive our families nuts, but, uh, it's part of the job and it is what it is, but, uh, this is not supposed to happen. I mean, if, um, you know, for, for what it takes to, to get somebody to pick up the phone and call us to give us an opportunity, I apologize. That's not, that's not the way it's supposed to be. If uh, you want to send us a te- send me a personal text uh, or an email, andy at lindisco.com with your name, I'll look into it and take care of you. Yeah, andy at lindisco.com. Uh, if, uh, Bruce, if you uh, want to find out what the heck's going on, what fell through the cracks there, which is very unusual, very all right, Andy, we need to take a quick break here. If you have any kind of, we, we do have some more text messages. We want to help out uh, those folks as well. If uh, you want to call in your home improvement question or you want to send a text, 651-461-9226. Back with more home improvement talk here on a Saturday morning. Uh, 19 degrees now in the Twin Cities, heading for 29. You stay with us here on 830-WCCO. Good Saturday morning to you. Denny Long here with Andy Lindis. We're in the midst of our home improvement show, answering your uh, questions of that type, either by phone or by text. And again, here's the the number for either, 651-461-9226. Bunch of text messages. If you'd rather uh, call in your uh, question for Andy, as I said, it's the same number, 651-461-9226. Here's one, uh, Andy, for you to field. It says, I live in an apartment complex. We have hot water heat, which runs in pipes attached to a wall. The thermostat on my heating unit has decided it's going to stay in low this winter. So it's freezing in my apartment. Is there any way whatsoever, uh, maybe a different type of thermostat can be attached so that I'm not freezing all winter? Is it possible to attach a thermostat to a wall rather than the pipe itself so it's easier to access? Well, I've only seen them on walls, but then I haven't been able to. What, what, have you seen a situation like this? No, no. This sounds odd to me. Yeah. Um, hmm. You know, I uh, on the next break, Danny, I'll make a, a couple of phone calls. Okay. Here, and I'm, I'm reading the text as well. Yeah, I've I'll never. I'll try to uh, do some research on this, and I'm going to actually take a screenshot and send this to somebody that knows a little bit more about this than I do. And maybe by the end of the show, I'll have an answer for this. Yeah, very good. Um, this uh, this texter wants to know what type of uh, blown-in insulation does Lindis think is the best? Well, you use a couple, right? Uh, yeah. Um, for, for, for the most part, cellulose is the one that we're going to recommend. I, I know you have to go a little bit more to get the desired R value. Well, what I like about cellulose is one, the, the fire retardant that, that, that 
is added to that type of insulation is a it's also a rodent deterrent. I I see less rodent issues in cellulose than I do fiberglass. I uh I know what my skin feels like after touching fiberglass for a day. I don't know what it is with rodents. I mean it's like a playground up there for them. Um, they can make a tunnel system in fiberglass like you've never seen, and that you just don't see a lot as much in cellulose. So that's why I tend to lean towards cellulose. But uh, usually there's a spray foam base for for us when we're when we're adding it. Just adding cellulose over the top of of insulation usually isn't the best idea to fix your attic. And, you know, you mentioned that before, Andy, about uh, why you like cellulose versus uh, fiberglass. Does one settle more than the other over time? Or are they pretty? Um, you know, they, they, they both settle. Um, the cellulose might settle a little bit more. But, again, what's nice, too, is uh, the cellulose, when it settles, it seems to almost create a little bit of a crust on top. So it's a little bit harder for the air movement to happen in cellulose Danny, the fiberglass is going to be pink or white when when we go up in the attics typically so there's some yellow stuff up there but you know what we almost always see in it is brown spots or white turns to gray pink turns to black and that's not mold that's from air movement with dust it's just it's a giant filter in your attic is what what it what it, what it ends up being well, just a reminder to our listener who sent that text in about the uh, thermostat. Andy's going to do a little uh, homework here during the break. We'll have a look at weather here in a minute or two, and uh, you'll have a chance to do that very thing. So to that listener, uh, hang on. We'll see if we can't get some kind of an answer uh, for you. Uh, in the meantime, the, this texter says, we're building a new home, and I haven't heard of this, not that I know all the windows, but the builder installed Plygem windows. What can you tell me about the quality of that type of window? Have you heard of that brand, Andy? Yes. Okay. Um, I have. Um, it's a low to mid-range vinyl window, typically. Um, Plygem bought uh, a few different manufacturers um around around the country um great lakes which was eventually known as great leaks in the industry uh, <laughs> i think is under the ply jam umbrella uh, a couple other vinyl manufacturers okay. the the simonton i think the like you said is on, underneath them you know it's, uh, it's to to be honest with you Danny, i think this is one of the biggest things going on with with building manufacturers one of the worst things that's going on with building manufacturers around the country they're What's all that? getting owned by one or two people oh yeah and they just keep buying everything up. So everything is under one roof. And 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 I don't know about you, but my, my experience with venture capital people is they do cost analysis, and that's the only thing that matters. Yep. And that's what goes wrong with companies like 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 when they get that when it comes to the all bottom dollar. Plygem at one point was a wonderful window, and some of the manufacturers that they bought up over the years were great manufacturers. So they did a good job, but when the when the dollar's there, and and again we talk about builder grade stuff, Danny. Yeah. Not not to go against builders, but a lot of builders, you you're looking at pretty skinny margins, one, two, three, four, five percent. So you know sometimes the highest grade materials aren't used. This is why we remodel a lot of homes built in the late '90s and early 2000s. A lot of homes that are, you know, in that 15 to 25-year-old range. 
Mm-hmm. It's just uh, how long that stuff is expected to last. And the windows that uh, that are available today and that that, that Lindis uh, puts in, uh, it, the, the difference is phenomenal. If you have ever had the chance to get that done, you, you had maybe not great windows all these years, and you had Lindis come over and, and put in these new windows. It's, I mean, not only... Not only the uh, insulation value or the clarity, but the silence, how it, it soundproofs. Uh, maybe that's the wrong word, but it really uh, cuts down on the noise pollution. It's amazing uh, what a difference a good window uh, makes. But uh, that's uh, for another, uh, another show. Hang on. We're going to take a quick break here, have a look at that forecast, and Andy will do a little research as we uh, head to this break here and come right back on the other side. We have about another half hour of the show to go. So if you have any kind of a home improvement question, uh, it could be insulation, it could be by decks for that matter, uh, give us a call or send a text, same number, 651-461-9226. We'll have a look at that forecast straight ahead here on News Talk 830 WCCO. Getting 19 degrees. Hey, good morning. Welcome back to our Home Improvement Show. We are around every Saturday in the 9 o'clock hour. Thanks to our good friends at Lindus Construction, L-I-N-D-U-S. You want to get in touch? 1-800-LEAFGUARD is the easiest number to remember. If you have any kind of a home improvement question for Andy, you can call it in or text it in, 651-461-9226. Andy, do you have anything for us, or should we get back to the questions? Um... I do. I think I uh, misread her text mm. and it threw me off because she's talking about putting the, the pipe on or the, the thermostat directly on the pipe. I yeah. think it, she can just put a new thermostat in and probably be good to go. It's thermostats do go wonky every now and then they can go bad. It might be, it could be a loose connection in the thermostat. Mm. Remember sometimes walls move, especially if that thermostat is, uh, <laughs> here's a, here's a funny story. So I, I think I, I, I tell you this last week, or was it somebody else I, I, I was talking to about my thermostat in the shed? For whatever reason, when I installed it, Denny, yeah. I did about two feet from an exterior door that opens up a lot. So it was kicking on the the, the furnace in the shed, the in-floor heat, way more than it needed to, like an, an awful lot. Every time I looked at it, you know, there was a this this door isn't trimmed out yet. And again, it's a door we go in and out of like, and the way doors work, if you don't lock them, they, you're not going to get the best air seal. So mm. unless the bolt lock was going there, the way the pressure is in the shed, because everything's spray foamed, it will suck a little air directly onto the thermostat. So I either had to have a bolt lock or I'm going to be putting a cold air stream right on the thermostat, making the, the heat run for basically two years straight. And it took me uh, as a professional sitting in my shed and it took me you know 15 months to realize that I, I had done that wrong I remedied the the, the situation and uh, it is uh, hasn't changed the temperature in the shed at all it's just that my my boiler isn't kicking on nearly as much as it used what, to so maybe just change out that thermostat for a different thermostat so is that what you did you just kept it where it is but changed the thermostat in your case? Nope, nope. I, I, I re-ran a new wire and yeah. moved the thermostat to an interior wall. So yeah. a, a spot that's going to have the, the best chance to have a steady temperature no matter what door is opening, whether it's a garage door or, or a regular door. So I, 
I moved it to the spot that would save me the most amount of money, not maybe make my, my shed the warmest it possibly could be. And for me, it's a garage. And I just, I, I don't need to be spending more to heat my shed than I was my house. Well, good move, finally. <laughs> All right. Finally. It only, took me, it only took me a minute. But I honestly think that's what's going on with her apartment is okay. something is, is goofy on that thermostat. Again, if it's on a wall with a door and that yeah. wall moves at all, those connections can come loose in the back there. So just uh, be careful when you're taking it apart. If you're not comfortable with it, you got a professional to do it. And I bet you that fixes the problem. That'd be very good. Thank you for digging that up. Appreciate that. Let's uh, grab a phone call. I think he might still be there. David calling in from uh, Plymouth, Minnesota this uh, morning. David, you're on CCO with Andy Lindis. Good morning. Morning. So I just insulated my garage. I hired it done. I got a vapor barrier, sheetrock, taped, painted, blown in, cellulite, insulation. It, and I didn't. I did not vent it. I kind of forgot. Can I still do that? I got snow on the roof, obviously. Um. Yeah. Well, you're going to need an intake. What do you have for intakes on your soffit? Uh, I. I. So I have the uh, plastic, whatever that's called, and there's they're vented. They just have the holes, right? Yep. So, so that's what, what happens got, with those holes, I, though, so yeah. you, you look up something called attic chutes. Um, you can get those at most stores, and you got to put those between the trusses because the, the cellulose is going to fill. The problem is you're going to end up having did. to put more cellulose in. Or you, you did. So the attic chutes are in there. Yep. The only thing that you didn't do is add in roof fence? That's all I didn't do. Yeah, you can do that. Yeah. Um just make sure that you're adding the right amount of roof vents. If you look up online and talk about the square footage of your roof, you're going to be able to find out the, the right amount of roof vents that, that you want to put on. Use all the same kind. I would wait for a little bit warmer weather and a little bit easier weather. You don't want to damage your roof or get up on the roof when it's, in, when it's this cold, but you can install roof vents pretty much at, at, at any point. There's, uh, we do it on a regular basis. Believe it or not, we, we get out on a lot of roofs that are inadequately vented, and uh, the only fix on uh, a, a lot of our insulation jobs, we're adding venting, whether it's soffit intake or different types of venting to the roof, and we do that all winter long. So if, uh, if, if uh, you're comfortable getting up there, go for it. All right. Thanks, David. Good luck. Be careful. Uh, let's grab a call from Cindy, who is calling this morning from Roseville. Hi, Cindy. Uh, you're on with Andy Lindis. Great. Good morning. 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 So I live in a uh, townhouse built in the 70s, has a walkout lower level. And I have two areas that, of course, when it gets extremely cold, like we've had recently, develop frost and snow buildup on the walls. It's always on the lower corners of the room. And I'm wondering, can you... Can you have, uh, I've, it was, has never been re-insulated, so whatever they put in in the 70s. But can they, can you do like just spot insulation where we have problem areas or do you usually do the whole house again or what would be your suggestion on that? So, so do you, you got frost on your walls? On the interior, on a, yeah, it's on a, the uh, main level in a bedroom in the lower corner, not up at the ceiling. Yeah. 
So, so this is, um, and it's 100% natural to, to think this way. And this is how our, our brains automatically go to like, like that corner in the wall is the issue, right? But right. chances are it's your addict. That's the issue. Okay. And I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to explain that because more than likely it's not see attic. Your attic air sealing is inadequate. You're pulling cold air down your walls. So the colder the temperature gets in the house, and where where you 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 have a a pressure change that happens in the house where instead of all of that all of this hot air is rising up through the ceiling, and it's going to push that cold air down the walls, and that okay cold understand air that's causing the 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 issue in that wall, and that's where the frost is coming from would be would be okay. my guess. I, and, and the problem with in trying to insulate a wall and spray foam wall or do anything like that is it's really hard to not have a void and voids can create more problems than what you have now. Uh, you, it's, okay. If you're going to insulate a wall, I highly recommend removing the interior wall or do it, doing it when you're doing a siding job on the exterior of the home. Okay. Yeah, we the community just resided like three years ago, so we missed that opportunity. But it it's weird because it's only in one corner of a bedroom, you know, like the opposite side, same kind of corner, same. It, it, it never happens, so that's why we thought it was maybe just in one space. But um, and, and it could be that guys, one space in the attic is is the problem too, right? So start with the attic insulation and see if like the next what, what, season that would correct it. Yeah, what I would do is give us a call and ask for a heat map analysis. What we're going to do is we're going to go around your home, and we're going to do an entire inspection. If it's the wall, we're going to let you know the wall. If it's the windows, if it's the attic space, we're going to have infrared imaging. We have cameras that we can put into tight spaces. We're going to go around. We have these these machines that create a, a vapor, so it really lets us know where the air movement's going on and, and, and multiple other tools that we're going to use during this process. And if none of those work, which they almost always do this, especially this time of year, where we can really find out what's going on. We'll we'll call in the blower door team and, and, and set up a blower door and really start to figure it out. So that's 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 the best thing to do in in these scenarios. We don't attack a house without doing all of this on the front end because there's so many things that you can do that are going to create other problems. You know, the, the unintended consequences that, 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 that insulators and, and do-it-yourselfers do to their homes when, they, when they're trying to just make it a little bit warmer is, is half the work that we end up getting in the wintertime, Denny. So this is, these are the ones that cause the condensation that, oh, we had one uh, worth of mold and, I don't know, I don't know $2,700 worth of, of stuff that had to get replaced in an attic. So it mm. can lead to a, a big expense if not done properly. Yep. Boy, that's for sure. Uh, I know we have to take a quick break here, but a texter wants to know, does Linda's, we are talking, we use the phrase home, home inspection and inspector. Uh, does We have to take a quick break here, but a texter wants to know, does Linda's, we are talking, we use the phrase home, home inspection and inspector. Uh, does Linda's do home inspections? Well, we do, you do do inspections of some sort, but uh, I wonder what exactly they, uh, the question is here. Not like uh, actual home inspections, certified home inspections for like the real estate world when you're purchasing mm-hmm. or selling our home. Right. That's, that's not something that, that, that we dabble into. We'll gladly come out and inspect your entire home. 
And it's not unusual, Denny, that we come up with six, seven, eight different prices on a project. And we, you know, there's, there's plenty of customers that we're talking to that are, we're going to do this project first, this project second. You know, we come up with a 10-year plan even with, with some customers. Just to, this is what they want their house to be over the next 10 years, and this is how they're going to do it and when they can afford it. So we, uh, we sit down with lots of folks and do, do, do those types of things and give detailed reports on what's going on with your home's energy, your home's exterior, what we, what, how long you can think your windows, siding, roofing, decking is going to last, when you have to refinish things. All of that stuff, but we don't do the actual home inspections for realtors. And I know we have to break here, but uh, I just see a, a text from uh, a listener, Linda, who's also evidently a customer of uh, Linda's. Uh, great company that I have had several projects completed with. Look forward to All the right. next one. And she just wants to know what's the approximate lead time. She wants to get some new windows and siding, I guess, Linda does. So what is Linda looking you know, at time-wise? You know, uh, with with all manufacturers, you you just never know. Um, from the day you order the windows to the day they're installed, I want to say it's in that ten to twelve week range right now. Um, if there's some custom finishing and things like that it has to get done, it might be a little bit more. But what I always tell people is, uh, when it comes to home improvement projects, you should uh, from the from the day you decide you're going to call somebody. To the day you think it's going to get done, you know, if you're to look at that 90-day window to 120-day window and you can accomplish it in that, you're you're doing pretty good. Yeah, for sure. These days, yeah. Hang on, Andy. We'll uh, take this break. Be back on the other side with more of a home improvement talk. 651-461-9226. Here on News Talk 830, this is WCCO. Denny Long here back with Andy Lindis. Andy, we just have a few more minutes to go here in the show. We're getting more calls. So let's see how quickly we can take care of and help these folks. Uh, Dave in New Prague is first up here. Dave, what is your question for Andy? Yes, Andy. What is uh, considered to be normal, if it is normal, to have condensation on inside house windows? When it's below zero, I, I get ice build up, a little bit of ice on the edges, the bottom edges, and, of course, it melts, and I'm soaking it up. Is that just a sign of a poor window? Not necessarily. Um, do you know what your humidity level is? Uh, oh, well, it's, it's normally in the 50s. That's probably too high when it is too high when it's below zero. Um, for me, when it, when I'm getting temperatures below 10 degrees, my dehumidifier is in that 30% range. Um, if I'm above 10 degrees, my dehumidifier is going to be, and this is a little bit higher than what, like the, if you were to look up what the U of M, I think has a, a, a table they put out years ago, you can look at for temperature outside the recommended humidity inside. Um, when I'm above 10 degrees, I'm in that, uh, like 35, 40% range, but most of the winter, my dehumidifier is set at 40% in all my rooms. It's just the, the other thing is uh, some type of air movement happening in the house can be a, a big thing. And this can be making sure you're running your bath fans when the shower's going, make sure you're running the range hood when you're cooking. Things like that can be a big difference in the humidity levels inside your home and whether or not stuff frosts up. Even the best windows, now 50% is not crazy high. 
But it, Denny, I, I go into places and they haven't changed their April air system in five years. Like I, some people didn't even know they have had it, and this is yeah. what's going on. This is why I've uh, April air systems just they're they're great. You can if you're running them and setting them the right way. But chances are, just try it, lowering the humidity level and see what happens to those windows. And if you have wood windows inside your home, um, yeah, those are going to frost up easier than the brand new window from from us. Whether it's our season guard line or our infinity line, those just don't. We don't get a lot of frost up calls. No matter how cold it gets, Denny. And when we do, we're finding people in that 60, 70, 75% humidity range inside their home because stuff's going sideways. Uh, Andy, we have less than two minutes to go. Here's a text that says, a water dripping by the bathroom exhaust fan. Is this frost inside of the vent or outside of the vent pipe? And how do I solve this problem? Uh, yeah, more than likely it's condensation happening inside that frost, inside that vent pipe, and they, they can be insulated a little bit better inside the attic. It, it's pretty rare that they're frozen, uh, the brown vent is frozen up on the roof, or that's the issue. Um, and we did have that one text to Denny that was talking about uh, snow coming in the roof vents. That's not supposed to happen. I texted uh, two roofing supervisors this morning from us asking, have we ever had snow come in one of our roof vents? And they both replied no. And so roof vents in our area of the world are designed to not let snow or water or condensation come in. If you're getting dripping coming down your your roof vent, chances are it's warm air meeting a cold surface. And that can be usually uh, attacked with some type of insulation. I know we got to run, Andy, but if folks want to get in touch with Linda's Construction, they want new windows, they want new siding, maybe a new deck, and then now is the time to get in touch. How do we get in touch with uh, with Linda's? Well, you can search, search us on any social media. Um, you can find us at lindasconstruction.com. The easiest phone number to remember is always 1-800-LEAFGUARD. All estimates are free. Any idea we give you for, for fixing your home is, is yours to keep. You're going to get a very detailed report on what you're going to find, what we found in your house, and what we would do to fix it. So it really is a, a no-hassle, no-obligation estimate. We just ask for, for people to be there um, when we go through it. That's the, that's the only yeah. caveat. you gotta, you got you to gotta carve out an hour and a half of your day to find out what we can do to your home. Yeah, be present. That'd be great. All right, Andy, I know next week you're going to take some time off, but uh, we're going to have our friend Jesse Treble in, I believe, and we're going to be talking safe basements, wet basements, radon, sump pumps, things like that. That's next Saturday here on the show. Andy, have a good week. We'll talk to you in a couple of weeks, I guess, huh? Sounds good, Danny. Best in the business, Jesse Treble. Nobody better at basements. Enjoy. Fantastic. Andy Lindis, thank you. Andy Lindis from Lindis Construction. Yeah, get a hold of him, 1-800-LEAFGUARD. And next hour, if you uh, have a dog or cat at home and you want to ask some questions of a veterinarian, you'll have your chance. Dr. Gene Geske be with us next hour here on CCO. Right now in the Twin Cities, 19 degrees. We're going for 29. Stay with us.